Oh. It's going to be a like bang-up podcast? Is that what you're saying, Ben? It's going to be a real doozy. I don't think that there's any way around this being a doozy. Anyway, welcome to Practical Shooting After Dark. My name is Ben. We're here to talk about shooting, or more specifically today, the, uh, what were people calling it, the misdemeanor nationals? That, yeah, I think are waiver nationals. I think we're one of the They also two. called it Magban nationals. Magban nationals. I think all those names are kind of lame. But we can talk, call it the nationals because that's what it was. Uh, on deck tonight, we've got Mr. Park, Mr. Kim. The Korean brothers are here. Hello. Hello. We've got Hoppy Cakes returning to the show. Good to see you. How's it going? Yes. And uh, Billy G, our man Hello. in Area 4. Guys, we got to talk about the uh, the Magban Nationals because there's so many interesting things that happen. So I know we got it's going to be a shit show if we don't moderate it a little <laughs> bit. But, uh, we got to talk through a bunch of topics related to this because I'll tell you this: some guy messaged me on Instagram. He's like, "Hey, can you send me like a thread or like a place where I can just get caught up on this?" Yeah, like what happened? Yeah, and sure. I was like. I thought about it. I was like, no, dude, it's complicated. It's all over the place. It's every fucking where. There's probably stuff that we're not seeing. Also. A lot of ins, a lot of outs. <laughs> yes. 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 So let's start uh, with what what the hell even happened. Um, and maybe Matt is the man to ask about what the hell happened. Why do I get this one? <laughs> well, I because I feel like you're well informed in the actual facts. Like... So, so the actual facts were USPSA, USPSA contracted with okay. a range in Colorado. It'll, we'll come back to it later, but do we know who signed the contract? Because that be, that's become important to some people. I I don't know 100% who signed it. Okay, so we'll, maybe we'll come back to that. All right, so sure. sorry, carry on. Uh, the Two-Gun Nationals is there. The Big Four Nationals is there. Uh, it's a cameo. It's in Colorado. Colorado's a has a law on the books where anything over 15 round capacity after 2013 is no longer legal. It has to be in your continuous possession from that date, isn't that right? Yes. Yeah. And I believe that's why Magpul vacated the state and like moved their facilities elsewhere. Right. Okay. So USPSA put up a nationals there, and yeah. this is an issue. Just to be clear for everybody, we've no, we've known about this for a long time. Us here, we have not talked about it until now, and the reason we're talking about it now is because USPSA finally had to come out and say something about it, which I think was the USPSA first. USPSA has known about it for a while. Right, but this is the first time they've had to come out in public and say, "Hey, here's how we're handling it." Well. They've had representatives come out and say that it's no issue for months now. Right. They've had reps saying that on the Internet, but then the official, like, official air quote communication from the organization was that they wanted people showing up to the match. What What did they want from them? They wanted to basically, I think they wanted to release, to sign a waiver to compete, you had to basically release USPSA of liability. Um, liability or anything any legal some legal jargon about that i'm not the lawyer here right. and but, uh but what and i saw on the internet that, no, i didn't register for the match uh, yeah. what i saw on the internet was that the equipment survey 
had a you, you had to certify as part of the equipment survey that you understood that uh, you, you understood the 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 Colorado law regarding magazine capacity. It did, but the funny thing is, so basically for me, uh, I signed up for the match and I actually flew there to shoot the match, but ended up deciding not to go. First of all, uh, yes, the internet. Uh, many people actually posted that wave your the agreement checking box thing and I was staying with what three shooters that's supposed to shoot that match and other shooters who were on the phone too none of us actually realized that we checked agree box because after the uh, the wave year or the equipment survey there's always a box to like agree something right and a couple the first couple sentences were like the generic that hey, if, if there's an accidental discharge or you get injured, like blah, blah, blah. Uh, that was the first sentences. So I think all of us actually assumed that's the same agreement that we have been agreeing uh, in previous equipment checkbox. Right, just regular boilerplate. Yeah, but they added on the bottom of it. It's always a fine print. Okay, so... Um... I think another thing to bring up is that USPSA has a rule covering these situations, don't they? With a mag ban state. Is that right, Matt? They do have a rule. So it basically, I think it's 331 that says that if there's a capacity restriction in the state, all the divisions will be subject to the limit of the law. And what now, I saw was that Troy said that we're not we're not that rule doesn't apply was the verbiage I saw. Yeah, so I, I've talked to Troy about this at a separate time well before this and asked him and his stance and the way I remember him telling me and all this was if it's not a complete ban, like it's illegal to possess anything over 10 rounds or 15 rounds or anything like that. And there's no grandfather clause that that rule does not apply to that state. So if you take a look at call. California, they have a new law where you can't buy any new magazines, but any old magazines are legal, so that rule does not apply to them. But if you look at New York, where there's a total ban on anything over 10 rounds, that rule would apply to New York. Well, what if and they it, required like separate licensing for the mags? I don't think USPSA makes a notion about that or no, they wouldn't. Takes that into not, account. So the way that they interpret this rule puts people in a position where if they want to come to the match and compete in the match, a lot of them are going to be breaking the law. Like, let's just be honest. Depends like, on what, if the gun was made before then and the mags existed or you owned them, right? Yeah, so a lot of people are going to be breaking the law. It depends on whether they want to be competitive. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's, that's a lot of people's beef with this is they don't want to be put in that position. Well, I've already had, I mean, maybe people think I'm normally, uh, I don't really like risk. And so I've had several people already message me like, hey, if they're talking about nationals later on this year, shooting limited or open. It's like, hey, would you just, uh, would you just shoot the division and have 15 rounds your magazine? I'm like, well, it depends. Do you want to win anything or not? You know what I mean? Because like I, I had this conversation yesterday morning with a person who's like, you're going to, you're going to travel there and you're going to shoot open division or limited or CO with 15 round magazines against a field of people that have 22 plus one, 23 plus one, 29 
plus one, whatever, like you're out of your mind. So, I don't, yeah. like if you want to be competitive in that division, you have to use the whole capacity. So, so Mr. Kim, hmm? so a bunch of competitors, I don't know the number, mm-hmm. but I think more than 10% of the match. It was almost 25%. Okay, um, they did. They opted not to shoot the match. You're one yes. of the guys that opted not to. Why not? Yes. Yeah, so me personally, I wasn't really worried about getting like arrested or anything like that by using high cap. It wasn't for me. It wasn't really about like getting arrested at all. For me, was there was a news article that came out uh, like about a week before or less before nationals. Uh, about this state senator on the news saying this event is illegal. And I think a lot of people actually saw that article, especially people participating. Uh, But how USPSA was responding to that was, hey, there is no problem. Uh, High cap is allowed, or I don't think they literally said high cap is allowed. I think they said no one's going to be enforcing. This is going to be a private event. So in a way, USPSA made you sign the waiver that you understand the Colorado law, 15 rounds, and nobody's going to reinforce. But you signed it that USPSA is not going to be on charge for you, right? So in this case, where the state senator defined it as an illegal activity on the news, USPSA is not going to take any charge of uh, protecting the members. So how I see it is USPSA, or I I don't want to say USPSA, like specifically maybe match director and the match uh, decision makers are not protecting the members, but protecting the product to not lose the money. I think that's definitely one part of it. Oh, they definitely lost money. They did, yes. Even (laughs) even with those added 25% showing up. Yes. So first of all, yeah, I personally don't want to support a match that they're not interested in defending or protecting the members. They could, uh, yes, there's options that you can definitely uh, have less damage on the finances. Like for example, they can just move the match and give the free slots for those who were in the match for the next one, and perhaps uh, pair it with other divisions so that you actually attract new paid shooters for the next nationals. So you can, like, for for example, you can do two-gun nationals next year and with the PCC nationals standalone, or, like, it could be handgun nationals or multi-gun. There's so many uh, other division nationals you can com- combo with and then attract those shooters to add to that. So financially, uh, it's less damaging. First of all, the damage is done. It's really about how to make it less damage but also protect the members because this is a non- non-profit organization member is the first priority so there's many ways or i mean simply you could do hey oh sorry we're, we're going to do 15 rounds or anything like that would uh, protect the members and have a lot less damage to uh, both organization and the finances of it there's definitely options of it but just the fact that they are making you sign the waiver to avoid any responsibility and not taking the right action that's something that i didn't want to support and uh, people uh, I was with, uh, supposed to shoot the Nationals, they all agreed. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I do think it's uh, low risk 
if you if you were to go and shoot with a illegal magazine there mm-hmm. uh you know something like there there've been i think less than 20 cases where this law has been used against people in a, in all of those cases it's been used as a felony enhancement it's never been used against somebody who's just had um a uh, a magazine and brought against them as a misdemeanor against somebody who's just had an illegal magazine. That's my understanding. Um, so it, it's uh, you might say it's about as risky as uh, having a Cajun Gunworks hammer on your Shadow Two in 2018 in production. <laughs> <laughs> well, you would say that, except for the uh, guns have been getting a lot of profile in the news lately. Right. And uh, with that state government in place there, like, who knows what they I mean, the wrong person sees that those news stories and it, who knows. Right. And, it, you know, if we hadn't had however many mass shootings, depending on how you define them in the last month, this probably wouldn't have been an issue at all. Yeah. Well, I think the, the, the thing that kicked it off was USPSA making a statement about it, in a, like in any way. Because they're in a position here, there's actually nothing they can say. Because they can't tell the members, like, yeah, it's cool to break the law. Well, no, I also believe that uh, the state, leg- the Colorado state legislature tried to pass a, uh, a law exempting shooting competitions from the magazine ban right, uh, er- earlier tried. in the year. And did, that did, did, failed. So they tried and failed. So they, so like they know it's illegal. Right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> not that I think anyone's going to do anything and I hope they don't, but it's like, right. Jesus. So pretty interesting. Okay. There was a letter from infinity that got a lot of play on the internet. So hold on. There was something that happened before this. Okay. So it actually got into the local news that, the match was going to happen and the news said a couple things that were interesting. They, they put up a, a letter from the sheriff to the range that said that was dated basically on April 20th, I think of this year where the sheriff said, we're not going to do anything to people coming into this state that are here to shoot competition. And we're not going to go out there and check the range and anything like that. And then the news wrote an article, and that's when the senator started talking that Kim mentioned earlier. Okay, so there's so then, some, some news coverage. Yeah, so then basically that's, I think, during staff match or really close to the start of the main match. And then then the Infinity Letter comes out. Uh, and the Infinity Letter was basically uh, saying USPSA is doing this wrong. And that they advise people not to break the law with their products and stuff like that. Is that yeah, is that about I, the size of letter? They I got they got a really mixed know. reaction on it. A lot of a really mixed. I thought that was interesting. A lot of people considered it uh, not pro two A the letter. Well, I I think the the part everybody had a problem with was where Infinity said we obey all gun laws. Yeah, which clearly they don't. Right. At the same time, the Infinity, so 
one of the things was Infinity's pulling their sponsorship for the big foreign match in October. That was part of that letter, right? Uh, don't yes. Recall. I think it was. And then I'm the other right thing. Now. Yeah. The other thing was, I think they also talked about having, they don't want their shooters to go there and willingly break the law. But they'd already previously been there, like just that's for, yeah, yeah. They were there what a month or two ago shooting bighorn, <laughs> yeah, at <laughs> uh, the same range just two months previous. Around the same time as that letter came out, yeah, it was it was really close to that, yeah. So did Infinity pull their sponsorship money yes. from the two gun match also? Then I. Don't know whether Infinity had anything to do with the two gun match. Okay, this yeah. was, I, I'm not I, sure. I, I don't know. I apologize for not knowing more. I thought they I think were in somewhere. the letter they did say they're they're pulling the sponsorship for the Big Four match. Okay, they are. They did say that in the letter. Okay. Yes. I didn't know if they were a, a sponsor of the two gun match or not. And I did notice uh, one of the shooter who withdrew from the match was Infinity shooter, sponsor shooter. Okay, well, that kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they caught a lot of shit, which was interesting. Okay, let's move on to another issue getting batted around is that that fully signed the contracts to have the, the matches here at this range. But we don't know if that's true, right? I, I don't know who signed them. All right, so here's a question. Does it matter who signed the contracts to anyone? Um, so there's what two people that could sign them Foley or Sherwin, right? Um, I don't know, I don't know how that works. Could somebody, could somebody else sign previously before Sherwin, right? Before the bylaw change, oh, this this was well contracted before the bylaw changes, right? Because before the bylaw change, could only the president sign? Yeah. Okay, so it was probably signed by Foley. It was Foley or Sherwin, one of the two. I don't know when it got signed. Uh, yeah. So here's another question: Does it does it matter who signed it? I mean, to me, the board knew about this for a long time. They handle it in the shittiest way possible, like the shittiest, um, irrespective of who signed that fucking thing. Like, I don't know. I wonder if anybody has any thoughts on that. I guess it really doesn't have it doesn't matter who signed it. It only matters if they're placing blame on someone that is no longer there, and yeah. that person didn't really sign it. That would be an issue. That would be uh, interesting, wouldn't it? Yeah. All right. And uh, well, so, is would the board would the the president potentially sign that without the board being involved or knowing? Would that 100%, have to be- 100%. 100%. Uh, yes. Until the bylaw changed, I believe the president uh, could sign it without the board's authorization. Okay. Like uh, the, I can the, tell the you, I was on the board. was authorized when, to enter into contracts like that. When I was on the board during this time, the, I don't know if Cameo contract was signed, but when they dec- like the president decided to do all the nationals, there was nothing said to any of the board members as a group and none to me specifically either so 
Okay. They did tell us once everything was signed, like a day or two before they announced it at the back-to-back nationals, when everything will be for 2022. But beyond that, the board members were not consulted at all. Okay, I saw an interesting cap from uh, Bruce Wells replying to a member question about this, saying that uh, his his magazines, he's had them since 2008, so he's good. So I got to talk on this a little bit. This was brought up, uh, and people did address this while I was on the board. And we were told that the sheriff isn't going to enforce it. People are out there shooting all the time, all the Colorado residents. Now, at the time, I was still an employee under an FFL with CZ, and this did not even register with me at all. I never even thought about this or thought it would be an issue at that time. So I just want to be totally clear with everybody and upfront that I didn't think this would be an issue at this point. I didn't know how serious it could be for some people. I mean, the, the only magazines I have from before 2013 are my AR magazines. I have some SPO one magazines, but they're not the good ones that anybody uses. I was going to say, I'd have those trashed by now and be on a new magazine. <laughs> I have a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, I have no doubt. Okay. Um, so this was, uh, what, in retrospect, what, what should have happened here? Probably warn people at the time of registration that there's a problem. If they're even going to do the match, the match shouldn't have been there. Right. Uh, I like this is to me, right? Well, to anybody. So I think that needs to be taken into account when these decisions are made and what it's hard to see what's exactly going to happen in the future. And summer last year, fall, when this was all signed, there was no issues. No one was even bringing it up. Now with the gun, the mass shooting in Texas, that basically put a huge light on it. I mean, they just had they had IDPA nationals there. They had Bighorn there without issue. wasn't in the news. No one even really said anything. And until right. the mass shooting and then the news agencies got it, like it wasn't ever brought up or even said. Right. Speaking of the news agencies getting it, there's some talk of like a whistleblower that tipped off people or I heard this saw the term leaked. I don't even get that. Like this is a public event. Like so a lot of shit on the Internet. Like it's pretty interesting. The the news article that the senator had the and the and the news article and the senator had a letter from the range dating back in 2018. So it wasn't even the most recent letter that was sent out right before Bighorn to people or that the sheriff sent to the range. So the news agency like that, that letter is what, four years old at this point. So any person or any match or anybody that asked for that letter could have leaked that to the news agency and not just a specific USA is that leaking though? Like that shit was meant to be posted publicly. Like the sheriff's well, not it's it's leaking. It's leaking like I don't know. Say you have uh, some confidential info and you have it in a folder and set it on a table, and then someone can walk up to it. You know, like when you're shooting a match and look at though? it. 
Is it confidential? I don't know. It's more like leaking my Instagram account, it feels like. Like the sheriff's position on this has been very clear for years, as you're saying, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the letter he multiple sent to USPSA years, yeah. was meant to be shared in public view of USPSA people, right? Yes. Yep. Well, I the sheriff made it public too. The sheriff made the same statement on a to a news the news channel that was doing the reporting. I think this is a new sheriff who took office last year after the previous sheriff retired, and he's in the middle of an election this year. From from a little bit of research I did. I do know he's in an election, yeah. He, he's in an election, and the his opponent has complained about him not enforcing uh, other laws to the letter of the law. So this this seems like a, a club that uh, his opponent would be able to use against him in the election. Huh. Okay. So another interesting uh, screen cap from Layton. Um, he visited the range in May and made a, long, a lengthy Facebook post to let everybody know that he made it through TSA and the blueberries there didn't uh, jam him up for his magazine, so everything's cool. That was pretty much what I took from that Facebook post. Does TSA even enforce state laws? No. 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 Okay. He, is, uh, he is not a smart man. As they say, I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering. Yeah. Well, I mean, it just goes to show, like, again, they knew it's an issue for a long time and handled it in the shittiest way possible. Uh, speaking of uh, handling it in a shitty way, um, well, kind of shitty anyway. Shannon Smith's been all over social media, really lighting up uh, this topic. What's the line? Say the line, Joel. You don't know the whole story. Is that the line? Uh, I think he posted something just saying that, yeah, people don't know the whole story or that, yeah, the people on the internet made it worse, but it wasn't really an issue or something like that. Then he, he also said the, like, the, the match went off without issue and something about how if you were here, it was good, but if, on the internet, all you were complaining or something. I think something like that. But the match would have been better without the people on the internet complaining. It's awesome. I did see you put a post up that on the Infinity post about them pulling out of the match and said something along the lines of, tell me you didn't leak the letter with, or without telling me you leaked the letter or something like that. That was on the Infinity post? Yeah. Well, so he, he, he accused Infinity of leaking the letter without accusing it Infinity of leaking the letter? Yeah, what's that saying? Like, tell me you did something without saying you did something or something like that. Yeah. Tell me without telling me. Yeah. yeah. Holy I fuck, it's 1,600 like, comments. It, it could have been. What? <laughs> yeah, there's 1,600. And, like, that thing blew up. It could have been a lot of different people, including the candidate that's literally going against him that's anti-gun and has said, like, called the sheriff out by not enforcing these, it seems pretty logical that that person that's already endorsed by that Colorado ceasefire group might have leaked that information out. Well, it could have been fucking anyone. It was basically public anyway. Or yeah, it could public. have been anyone. Who knows? I don't understand. This is like this is like the ranges that ban video. <laughs> that's what this conversation reminds me of. Like, this is so fucking dumb. 
but they ban video because they don't want people to see what they're doing. And it's like, oh, you're doing a, this is usually outside the US. So like, okay, you're doing an IPSC match, right? And it's like, yeah, okay, well, I can Google that. Like I can watch a video of that on YouTube and I can understand what you're doing. I don't need to see video of you doing it. Like you're still, you told me what you're doing. Like, you know what I mean? They try to get protective about information in a weird way. And this is the same sort of thing. It's like, it's not even fucking leaked. It's public info. Anything could have happened with it. Like, I don't, like, I really don't get it. Yeah. People are getting crazy in the comments, by the way. Holy buckets. Yeah, they get really, they got really fired up. <laughs> They're saying that uh, the, that Infinity's not pro-Second Amendment. A lot of people saying that. You know yeah. how bad the, the 2A community turns on their own, though, and how fast. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't. I don't know. Like I, so I, I dislike these restrictions we, as much as the next guy, and I get away with shit when I can in certain places. But I don't think it's a good idea for USPSA to go on the internet and say that this is cool to do this, or to dude, try to put it on the members when they put the there. That's when, when you when you get away with shit in certain places, Ben, do you post video of it online? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. That's probably you, wise. You say it's okay well before you're doing it, even though you know it's not right. Well, that's just it. Like, it'd be like if some stranger messaged me on Instagram, like, hey, is it cool if I do this thing? And it's like something that I know is against the law, but I equally know that he's not going to get in trouble for doing. Do I tell him to do the thing? No, I don't. It's probably <laughs> No, it'd be like you making a post. On <laughs> he's a probably page. a fed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be it'd be like you making a post on a public group on Facebook saying it's okay. Exactly. What happened here? Yeah, it'd be dumb AF. It's like uh, it's just so the the person over the range, like the Colorado Wildlife something, said that using what do they call them, large capacity magazines, is illegal, and that the range should would make people sign, sign an affidavit to actually say that they are not breaking the law. Now, I don't know what, yeah. what. It's like, uh, no, I, I would, I would use a high capacity magazine illegally in Colorado before I would sign an affidavit saying that I was not using one. <laughs> it's like, I, I would, is that I mean, they, that's level? what they they get people for lying all the time. I mean, they got Martha Stewart for lying. They got uh, that uh, uh, that that uh, that general. Yes, Atreus. No, well, I mean, they got they got him for sleeping with his biographer. Uh, <laughs> is that uh, it is when you're in the military. Okay, all right. Uh, uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. The, General Flynn. Yes, they got they got him for lying to the FBI. Um, so is this something like as an example? Is like if uh, some agency comes around and said, uh, "Did you do this illegal thing?" And yeah, that's that's when you, you really no, did. Like, you shut the fuck up. That, that's no, when no, you I'm say. I'm just saying the exact example is if you say yes. no, 
But then they come around and they can't prove that you actually did that, but they can prove that you lied to them at that moment. That's what they would get you on, right? 100%. Lying to a federal agent or agency or whatever. And and that's a felony, but uh, (laughs) your high-capacity magazine is just a misdemeanor. So... Yeah, it's best to not talk to the cops. Like if yeah. they're interested in talking, if to the you, cops want to talk to you, you just say you want a lawyer, and then say, they. I need to talk to my lawyer, Bill. Here's his number. Yeah, you need to Better talk yet, to I'll my just have you talk to him directly. To <laughs> yeah. Well, so this was. Uh, there are. There's a lot of got? a lot of outs there. Yeah. This was high enough profile. I have to think USPSA is going to announce some kind of a statement. In the aftermath, it seems like they're still getting demolished online. They are. They're going to so, have to move their nationals, I think. We're recording this, so when we don't know yet what they're going to do, but I, I reckon they'll move it. So yeah. So what's the next? What should USPSA do, and how should they handle this at this point for the match in October? Well, I think if they're going to uh, do I anything, I looked on practice score, and it's full. Um. So. I mean, they're either going to, I think they either move it or, I mean, they could do what they did with this one, which doesn't seem like, it, they've, they've got three options, right? They either do what they did with this one, yep. which is stay the course, uh, they move it, or they limit everybody to 15 rounds. Now, limiting everybody to 15 rounds doesn't solve the issue of magazines still newer than 2013, right? Because they have to be like permanently, like like my 10 folio magazines hold 17. So right. I'd have to have them like permanently modified so they can't fit more than 15 in the magazine, right? Yeah, Correct. at least you wouldn't be on video shooting too many rounds. Right. Now, <laughs> in the, you know, the, the, um, the article... One of the articles, um, the anti-gun Colorado ceasefire lady said, you know, uh, instead of verifying that everybody meets this magazine requirement, just limit everybody to 15 rounds. Mm -hmm. It's like, uh, I mean, you can't, I I, I don't like compromising all gun laws are an infringement, et cetera. But yeah, um, tell that to the jailer. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, the, it, the, the match is in a bad state. I mean, are we going to have nationals in New York state next? Yeah, that Open is 10, 10 baby. You go straight to the pokey if you have one that holds more than 10 there. <laughs> Uh, I would say if people listen to this before, USPSA has announced an official or made an official statement. Do not start buying up all the 10-round magazines you could find or, like, hitting the eject button. Like, just sit tight and see what USPSA says. Because I've already, like I said, I can't help myself. i got to talk about it. People are messaging me, like, what would you do? Should I get my magazines modified? Should I buy 10-round magazines? It's like, bro, just, like, just sit tight and see what happens. You've got plenty of time. Yeah, but when the 10-round magazines start to get bought, there's not that many. Yeah, it's a good there. point. Yeah. So you should buy yours now. Well, I probably already have mine. Do, do they sell those at the pro yeah. shop, Ben? In Stegger Pro Shop. They possibly have 10 round 10 folio stock two magazines. Yeah, but they're not going to have that many. You you no. probably got 
All of them. <laughs> Didn't you, Joel? Uh, well, I'm about to hit. I was actually already had them in my cart. I'll just hit buy after we get done recording this. Yes. Joel, are you going to nationals this year? Uh, yes, I was currently signed up. Awesome. Uh, assuming they still have it there, and then I. I mean, yeah, I get like infringing on our rights, all that kind of stuff, but I don't want to get jammed up, and I don't think I would excel in the in the prison system. So, can someone explain to me how one has something to do with the other? What's that? Like, I don't like infringements, but I also don't want to go to jail. It's like you kind of have to follow the laws where you are. Like, I don't know. I fly around to other countries and I follow the laws. Like, I don't fuck around. Well, so if it whether gets I like the law or not, like it does, that part doesn't matter to me. Who all signed up? Is Joel the only one signed up for the match right now? Uh, so. Professor Joel, is. Joel and I. He's in my squad. squad. Mm-hmm. So Joel and Kim, if they move the match to say another range that is not in Colorado, will you guys still go? Oh yeah, yeah I, I mean, I I support I support any legal activity USPSA. <laughs> I mean, Plus, I was I not mean, the brothers like. The Korean brothers look like they'd there. be into uh, civil disobedience, so they might shoot <laughs> seventeen round mags. Uh, how, how dare you, sir? <laughs> no, and, fifty rounds. They, they might do the crime and do the time just to uh, send a message. Exactly. <laughs> so that's how you let them know who's in charge. That's right. I wonder if getting each other. new elected president soon will change any of that. But. I don't think we'll have an elected change. president until the middle of September. Right. I will say this. If Hopefully you do want we can to... just declare Bruce Six like God Emperor of USPSA, he will ascend <laughs> to like a throne. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? If you were going to be civilly disobedient as far as magazine restrictions go, Colorado looks like an okay state to do it because it's only a misdemeanor. It's not a... Uh, it's not a felony like it might be in some other mag band state. Well, that that their law is hard to enforce. Also, that just on the face of it, it's hard to enforce. Yeah, for me, I mean, uh, I, like I kind of mentioned, moving it would be the right option. Uh, I I really think there's plenty of options like. For example, Colorado, the four division nationals, they can easily move to Utah where SOPs just finished their rebuilding process. So I, I'm I'm thinking they probably have openings for you know, bringing the nationals back to theirs. And then there's new range in the same place, St. George, uh, Cobalt Kinetics uh, range. I've shot there once and they're pretty big size too. So can, I mean, it's in the Cobalt range hold the nationals. No, I think they were built only two years ago. But the size-wise... I mean, let's be honest, the fallback is going to be CMP, right? They have long-standing relationship there. Other national matches are there. If it does fall back anywhere, it's probably CMP. I don't see why that'd be wrong. Yeah, then some people may be unhappy. They were like, hey, I'm living in Utah. I signed up because it's Colorado. That could be a potential issue. Oh, or yeah. a complaint. Be, it's going to be a show, dude. It's going to be a show. No, show. it's going to be an, also an issue. They don't have enough bays there to support that many squads at a time. Subs? No, at CMP. All right. Oh. <laughs> it's going to be very interesting. 
I mean, I, I feel safe predicting that no matter what happens, no, uh, nobody's going to be happy. <laughs> oh, there's no way that they find a way to artfully unfuck this situation. Zero and make people happy, and and make and make people happy. No That's way. That's why I said artful. You know, something yeah. elegant. <laughs> no way. <laughs> oh, it's uh, it is fun watching these uh, idiots fuck up. I have to be honest with you guys. It's not getting old yet. This isn't a problem that's going to go away with the new president because this has <laughs> no, to be fixed well not. before that. No, and it actually, I don't think it'll matter who the president is. I don't think so either. Based on the uh, the dudes in the mix at this point, um, it's going to be six of one, half dozen of the other. Yeah, yeah pretty much like seven to one, two. <laughs> that's not what I was talking about, but yes. Um, but it's never too late to make things right. No, that's true. Bruce Wells vacating Area Six would actually be very helpful. Maybe we know someone there that could that could run for a spot. Maybe not, but I think we could figure someone out. Well, guys, there wouldn't else? be an, there wouldn't be an election if he vacates now. There wouldn't be an election. It would just be an appointment and then oh, uh, follow the normal election process, oh, which is late, next summer. Well, next summer it's coming anyway. Yeah, it would be a it would be a short term. Appointment. Oh, that, sounds, uh, that sounds great. We'll see who they appoint and then vote in someone else, huh? I mean, that mm. would be if that would be the plan in Area 3, right? They have appointed a director, yeah. Right, and then we'll have to vote him out next time. Well, right, when they're going to whoever do runs and gets voted in is in. It's not like voting. Right, but this out. same guy's going to run. I don't know. It'll be good, Matt. You're going to feel good about it. All right. Anything else to say on these topics, guys? No? You've done fun, oh. sir. Joel was done 10 minutes ago. No, I was actually just organizing my cart at the pro shop, but just so happens there's <laughs> exactly how many 10-round magazines I need. So once I hit checkout, they are now out of stock of 10-round 10-folio magazines, ironically. Yeah, I told you, there's not too many, that many to go around. And old, uh, old Joel Park says... Don't don't buy ten round magazines. I need them all. Buys all of them. <laughs> well, real talk. Like I'll be teaching in some state that'll have a ten round cap anyway, so it'll be handy just to have them. Yeah, you need them. Obviously. You're not an asshole. You're a good person, Joel. You just keep telling yourself that. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? On that note, listeners, if you have a question you want the answer to, go to my website. It's bensager.com. Send me your question. Oh, baby. We'd love to hear.